0: Because there's nothing that you can do outwardly that will bring you where your soul is craving inwardly. That's why I tell all people all the time they're like fighting for freedom. Oh, they took my freedom away. This government, this, the kingdom, nobody take your freedom away. I found freedom while I was in prison. I literally, in losing my freedom, I found my freedom. In losing myself, I found myself.
1: If I could give you one message that could dramatically shift the direction of your life, I would tell you to visualize a world in which there was no judgment for the decisions you've made in the past, in which you weren't paralyzed by fear and you could make decisions that were in alignment with the life you desire to live. One in which you could speak only the truth of what exists on your heart. I would tell you to look at the life you're living now and reflect deeply on what you really wish could change. And I'll have you look down at the life you just created and the life you're living now. And I get real close and I'd look you in the eye, that type of look that says this is too important to let pass. Your life is too important to let pass. And I'd lean in and with your full attention on me, and those two life paths, I'd say, you choose. Welcome to the You Choose podcast. I'm your host, Billy Garson Jr. I'm a former division one and professional athlete turned men's mental health advocate. I'm a transformation coach, public speaker, and I'm the proud founder of the You Choose movement, which exists to equip young men with the tools and techniques to choose a life that is in alignment with their highest self. It is my greatest honor and privilege to be with you today. The young man who is in a period of great transition in his life, who's asking questions and seeking answers. And on this podcast, through a series of interviews with professional athletes, men's coaches, and self-help gurus, we aim to educate, equip, and inspire you to bridge the gap between where you are and where you aspire to be. So listen deeply and find yourself in the stories of those who've sat in your shoes and now walk in the areas in which you wish to walk. It's August, 2011, 3.43 in the morning. Okay, okay, okay. I'm tired of fighting. I don't wanna fight anymore. I wanna be happy. I wanna be healthy. I wanna be surrounded by nothing but positive people. And I just wanna inspire people. I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in, that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. Those were the words of Gavin Jones, after spending two and a half years in prison, living couch to couch, being over three hundred thousand dollars in debt, contemplating suicide, his girlfriend leaving him, his daughter disowning him, and feeling completely lost. Almost eleven years later, Garen now runs multiple seven-figure businesses. He's been featured in some of the top podcasts and news articles in the world. He's written a number one best-selling book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, has attracted his soulmate, has a beautiful baby daughter, and he supports men and women around the world in cleansing their past as to lead purpose-driven futures. He's the co-founder of Empowered Brotherhood, which is an organization that empowers men to become the man they know they are through weekly workouts, events, men's circles, and retreats. And he's in the best shape of his life, living happier and healthier than ever, using his voice to breathe life into the hearts and minds of those he's committed to serving. And today he's here to breathe life into your soul, to share his truth on masculinity, to dive deep into his real world struggles and how he has learned to navigate them and get radically honest with all of us as to the missing links between where you are now and where you aspire to be. So Garen, what a pleasure to be hosting you a second time around. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Yeah, bro. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a heaven of an uh, introduction. Super awesome. <laughs> I'm listening to it. And if I was like outside of my body, I'm like, yo, this dude is like really doing some stuff. And, I, and then I slipped back in and I was like, wait a second, he's talking about me. And I was like, I receive, <laughs> I receive all of it. I mean, the last time I saw you, you were supporting me in like loading up my house and moving to here to Austin.
1: Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I'm super excited for this conversation. I said to you briefly off air, you know, you and I were initially planned to have this chat and this record this episode in January. And we've had to reschedule a few times and the unknowns were confusing to me in, in moments. And this morning I was sat in my head. And I realized that, uh, like most things, I think this episode on this day is meant to happen right now. And so as I shared with you off air, uh, I had a full plan for today. I had questions. I had the way I wanted to take things. And I ripped it up about an hour ago. Um, And I decided that I'm going to use this moment to ask you questions that relate to my own personal experience as a young man. I serve a lot of young men on this podcast and in the work that I do. And I decided I'm just going to be super vulnerable and, and speak from the truth of my heart of what exists in the moment. And hopefully we can, we can gain some lessons and speak, speak and breathe life into those who may be experiencing similar things. So yeah, without further ado, I, I suppose where I want to start Garen and a lot of the things that I've, I've been thinking about recently <clears> for <throat> me is I feel like despite all the work I've done on myself, the lives I've changed and the lives I've been fortunate enough to touch at a young age, playing professional soccer, all of these things. I feel as though I have, and I was actually getting emotional writing in this very little self-respect, very little self-respect. And to be honest, I am, I'm tired of not loving me. I'm tired of helping others love themselves, but not loving me and consistently abandoning me. Um, and I'm, I'm just tired of ignoring the boy inside of me that, that so desperately needs me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I need you to breathe life into that piece of me in this moment. So my question for
0: you, um, first and foremost, I'm sorry that you're growing through that. Notice I didn't say going through, I said growing through, um, is that you give and give and give and give and give And you're tired of just not having self-respect for yourself because you give and then you just feel like depleted because you don't, you know, there's a point where you reach where you don't give to yourself. Yeah. My question for you is what are all the energies that are driving the giving? You might have a purpose in there, but then there might mm-hmm. be a part, little part, is you. You might be giving to. I don't want to put words in your say, in your mind, but I, I'll, I'll give you some. To examples. receive. You might be giving to receive, or you might be giving to be seen, or you got might be giving to be liked. Yeah. You might be doing all these things It's like look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. But maybe because the little boy inside of you. Never felt seen or heard. And I'm going to prove to you or whoever it is that's the running program. Yeah. If you ever feel like that, the, the feeling of no self respect or a little self respect, it's because the engine that is powering the driving. Yeah. Got faulty cracks in it, so I'm always looking at the engine. Mm. That's why I say, what, what different energies at any point are are con- like literally controlling the outcomes that you're trying that you're creating in these people?
2: Because
0: mm. you can do something good to be powered by negative energy. And even in doing something good, as a result of not wanting to experience something that you experienced as a little kid, like this was your reaction, I'm never going to be like my dad, or I'm never going to be like my mom. And if the little kid, little Billy said, I'm never going to be like this, so I'm going to do something different. I'm going to prove that I'm better than how I was treated. Mm -hmm. If you create anything that was birthed from a negative energy that you feel inside of yourself, it will warrant the same results internally and energetically. (laughs) So I just wanted to share that and we can dive in and what other energies could be, could be potentially powering. All the work that you're doing outwardly in the world.
1: Yeah, I think that's, I think you hit the nail on the head with a lot of the confusion I feel at the moment. And my hope is that those who are listening can relate is that I'm doing so much good in the world that to everybody else looks unbelievable. Right. And to me, I don't feel nearly the extent of fulfillment that I know I should. For what I'm doing, for what I'm attempting to achieve, for the work I'm putting out, for the effort I put in, for the hours I put in. Where's the fulfillment? Where's the joy?
0: Yeah. So Mike, my, my my question to you again is what other energies is powering what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I think, I think definitely the boy who didn't feel seen.
0: The boy who who didn't feel seen.
1: Yeah, and so I think maybe a lot of it is to feel seen. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think that's a huge one.
0: Okay, so we'll just stop right there. I want you to see me. I want you to see me. me, me, me. I want you to see me. See me, see me, see me. I want you to see me. I want you to see me. And so maybe the universe is literally making you feel like The little boy is wanting you to see in himself. Mm. So maybe this is the hard stuff that keeps coming up. Like, because there's nothing that you can do outwardly that will bring you where your soul is craving inwardly. That's why I tell all... People all the time. They're like fighting for freedom. Oh, they took my freedom away. This government, this can't nobody take your freedom away. I found freedom while I was in prison. I literally am losing my freedom, I found my freedom. And losing myself, I found myself. So if the little boy in you is, I want you to see me, I want you to, I'm proving that I am seeable person. I want you to be seen. I'm going to work out and show you this thing the same place all the time. See me, see me, see me, see me, see me. See me, I'm going to show you. If the energy that's behind the action isn't truly authentically you, truly, then it will eventually cause an inauthenticity Within self. Because anything that's connected to nature always flows. Mm. Nature always flows. It's nature is what is. Yeah. But it's not connected. To, anything that's not connected to nature causes disruption.
1: Mm. Well, that's exactly how it feels. That's exactly yeah. how it feels. It feels it's such a weird feeling, Gavin, because I've evolved so much over the past three years and the words I use, the way I've uplifted my language, the way that I speak and breathe into others. I feel as though I am, that is who I should be. But like you said there, every moment feels so inauthentic to who I am, which is a crazy feeling.
0: You can drive down the wrong highway as fast as you want. You can make as many turns as you want. No matter what, if you know you're driving down the wrong highway, Mm. doesn't matter any action you do, Mm. still down the wrong highway.
1: Yeah. I think the work the work I do feels so authentic. And the way I'm going in passion and purpose feels authentic. It's just something about the way in which it happens.
0: This is why I'm talking about the inner game. Everything that you're talking about is an outward expression. Mm. It's what's powering the rocket ship. You can put Kool-Aid in the gas tank or you can put actual, you know, Formula One octane in the gas tank. Yeah. They're going to produce in the engine
1: two different results. So is the solution in going back to the boy?
0: Always, because it's always, it's always go back to the boy and then address certain things. And because if you're not aware of what's driving, adults are deteriorated children. So if you're not aware of what's driving, You know, it's like an open. It's like an app on your phone. If it's open, you're like, oh my god, and you got 150, 150 uh, windows open. You're like, why is my phone so slow? Yeah. Oh, and then you go to this part right here. Bam, 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 bam. You've literally got to go like this, and then and close out certain certain uh, programs that are open. So right now you have an open loop. And there's a part of your little boy that's, that will do anything to be seen.
1: So in the scenario in which I go back to the boy, which I feel as though I've done so many times before, it's like I'm going back and then I'm coming back to life and then I'm going back and I'm going back to life. And it's like, I feel like I'm temporarily healing him. And then he's just defaulting.
0: Or... You are growing little by little. You think you learn language altogether? Hmm. No.
2: Hmm.
0: You went back to the ABCs, you went back to the ABCs, you went back to the ABCs. You think you just learned as soon as you got up as a baby, you think you just learn walking altogether? Nope. Got up, fell down, got up, fell, oh man, why am I right back here? Yeah. yeah, because the whole deal is for you to come back up again. Yeah. You can notice that you're a little bit stronger every time you go down and come back and go down and come back and go down and
1: come back. So I suppose so the key is just to keep going back.
0: I mean it's always good to revisit something that's um I I always like to say that that your inner child is it is like the, the power. Is like the power source to all, all your creativity, your love, and and it's like your inner child. I say the inner child is like in yeah. co-creation with God. And yeah. That's why they say all children go to heaven, and they got endless amount of energy, creativity, passion, fun, belief, all those things. It's like, or maybe you trying to venture out, and those things keep happening. And you go back to the little boy, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's to go to the little boy and let the little boy lead. Mm. And let the little boy lead the man and not the man lead the little boy.
1: So consistently go back to him. And is that something you do? I see Every it day. in you and in your energy. It's like you live as though you're a boy. Every
0: day. Every single day. And when I don't, something is so off. My the little Garen leads the way big Garen understands responsibility and structure and da, 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 but little Garen play fun, spontaneity, passion, um, just drive and creativity. And it's like when he has like, Oh my God, somebody should create this. I'll create it. This is mm. fun. This is one of the biggest reasons. This is one of the biggest reasons why the weekend of June 10th, I'm hosting a three day Retreat called Awaken the Artist Within. And it's exactly this conversation. Because most people are leading lives being powered by inauthentic, inauthentic energy. And the little results that they give is chunk change compared to the blessings that's really on the other side. But if you don't realize the capacity in yourself, the value in yourself, how much you're an artist. How much your gifts are the paint, so that you can shape and create your own life if you don't even know how to use the paint, mm. Now you lead a life that looks where you get gassed up on other people uh, saying, oh man, I see you. You're doing amazing. And that will be your reward right there. The significance of other people instead of you being significant to yourself.
1: So for all those, including myself in this moment, that feel like they're producing one tenth of what their capacity is while putting in the hours and the hours and the hours and the hours, what exists in the gap?
0: I'll tell you this. It's not about the hours and the hours and the hours and it's the quality of hours. Mm. Not the hours. Otherwise, I could just take a hammer, and go in the street and hit for hours and hours and hours. I'm like, where's my money? <laughs> no, you don't get paid for time. You get paid for the value you put in the time, the quality that you put in the time that is connected to people. Yeah. But <clears throat> if your connection to people, doesn't have a streamline. It's out of integrity, and the only way it can be out of integrity is if you're thinking about yourself a lot. So you break the pathway to people, and they're getting little speckles of it. They're getting remnants of it. It's like tying a knot. It's like tying a knot in a um, in a um, in a water hose. It's like, man, why is all this little water coming together? Yeah, because there's a knot in it. So any kind of pride, any money first, any ego, any, uh, um, what is it called? Resentment, not a willingness to forgive, insecurities. That's like tying a knot in the water hose of flow when nature flows.
1: So take your mind off of you and focus it on others. Focus through you, focus not through. on you. Mm. So how do you do it? how do you tap into that little boy every single day and 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 take the energy and the mind off of you so consistently and so quickly
0: well one it's a, it's a it's it's a learned behavior yeah you know what i'm saying so it's not something that i just did it is a learned behavior muscles is a learn like you know what i'm saying getting abs all of that it's the same formula yeah I mean, it's it's difficult. Yeah, I know because it's like learning a new language. That's difficult too. If I told you to unlearn English right now, you think you'd do it? No, because it's already a running program. So what do you have to do? Install new languages that are already part of a running program.
1: Hmm. So how do you unlearn? I think the biggest weight that I've noticed in myself that consistently holds me back is regardless of the talent, regardless of the success, regardless of the words of others telling me how great I'm doing is the consistent internal doubt in my potential. Yeah. How do you let go of that?
0: (laughs) I've been on your Instagram before and I see you. but I don't get a sense of any kind of community. Mm. I don't see you really connected to people, kind of sometimes, but there's no sense of person that is connected to a community I feel the lone wolf energy, and that can only last you for so long.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The way I see it, it's flowers that grow together grow much faster than they do by themselves. You immersing yourself into communities that are the way that you want to be will have it will shape and mold you. If there's a flower this tall, Literally, this, if there's a flower this tall and you plant a new flower right next to it and it's in a whole field of flowers this tall, this flower would eventually catch up with all these flowers. Hmm. I released it and it wasn't bio-friendly, but I had a birthday party that had like 125 people there and we all blew balloons and put messages inside the balloons. So I apologize in advance to all the people that they're like, oh, there wasn't bio-friendly. It wasn't, but I'm gonna tell you. Everybody released balloons at the same time. But there are people that got there to my party 15 minutes later. While in the nighttime, we're watching the balloons, the helium balloons float up in the air. Do you know that these last balloons went and caught up with all the other balloons? And we're just like, holy crap. It's like the energy is pulling it. That's the thing. That's the power of community and culture. I don't feel, and it might be this way, but it doesn't show as an expression on, I just see a lot of you, 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 Yeah. I don't see a lot of we, us, our. And so what I would tell people is who are you hanging around often? Who are you, who are you intentionally around often? It supports you in leveling up. Who are your accountability partners? Who's your mentor? Who's your you know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's constant, and that's another thing. Also, look at when you have certain mentors. Like, look, who are they around? It's one person I was working with, and he was just like, man, it's like, but I do have a mentor, and he's so amazing. I looked at it, I looked up his mentor, and his mentor was always alone. And I'm like, well, this makes sense. Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I never had relationships with men in my life. All of a sudden, I'm leading what is going to be the biggest men's movement in the world. I'm one of the co-founders, and I'm teaching what I need in my life. Mm -hmm. And I immerse myself in the culture because Mm -hmm. culture is a form of language. You speak, you see, you do, you learn, you earn the same as the people you continuously hang around but if that person is you and you're and you have like doubtful thoughts and everything like that and those are the people that you hang around i can tell you what your future is going to be like easily yeah. it's not yeah. even no matter how talented you are yeah so remove the time and say what's the quality of time and what mm. am i really doing and really yeah doing in that time Mm. when you're clear on that and you're clear on the people that you're going to powerfully choose to surround yourself around the people that you're going to release yourself from because it's not conducive to where you're wanting to go
1: Yeah,
0: um, I think that supports a lot because it gives you constant examples if everywhere you see you see an example, example, example You become the next example for someone else.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was a...
0: (laughs) The weekend of June 10th. I hope you're not doing anything. I'm doing a three-day retreat on this exact exact topic, but it's really... I've coined this phrase called artist power. Artist power is your authentic... Driven nature inside that most people only kind of tap into. Yeah. And know how to teach people through music, through dance, through through sing, through spoken word, through through all of the elements, how to curate an environment. And when I'm in that kind of envi- environment around people who want the same thing, you get it 10 times faster. Hope to see you there. I'll send you the link, but like the weekend of June 10th, it's going to be crazy.
1: I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, One of the things you said that hit me and I want to really pose this question to you is it relates a lot to that little boy of not feeling seen and not feeling as though the people in my life relate to where I feel as though I'm going. And so I went through a phase in which I separated very much from those people, right? And Mm -hmm. I've spent the past year or so building the community that I feel I needed. Right, and I feel as though at the same time that I'm building that community, right? There's obviously there's the community that I build, and there's the community that builds me. I'm not plugging enough into the communities that are building me while I'm attempting to build my community.
0: And that's exactly what—that's exactly what I feel from when I go to your platforms, Hmm. because Hmm. I see everything you're doing. But I don't see how you're plugging into something else that that's creating more capacity for you to do even more of what you're doing.
1: Yeah. I'm giving, 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 giving.
0: Yeah. And I'm so, choosing
1: not to. I think that's, that might be, as, I, as you're saying, I think that might be a, a little boy thing. I mean, all all the dots are sort of firing in my head as you're saying it, which is it's crazy to think about where those signs that you don't even notice exist yeah. in the feeling like you have to give as a way to prove your worth.
0: Yeah. I'm giving, 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 giving because you don't feel seen. So giving underneath could be the reason why i really giving is so that I can be seen. Hmm. And it's inauthentic, bro. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's a real thing. However, how nature works is giving and receiving. Hmm. Even when you're breathing right now, it goes. (sighs) It's giving and receiving. Listen, you've got to receive this water and you can't hold this water in. And then you give it through waste, through sweat, through through spit, through urine, through the number two. So everything, everything that grows follows the same pattern of nature, the art of giving and receiving. Hmm. So if you're just giving, 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 it's like as if you just take took a breath and you said, and you just kept going. <laughs> and then take a small little coffee, uh, 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 a coffee straw and then breathe through the coffee straw. You die within a minute. Yeah. Dobby, this is why I closed the door. Freaking <laughs> dog!
1: Wow, yeah. that's Does that makes sense. That makes one hundred percent sense. <laughs> uh, this is probably the most. This is probably the most vulnerable I think I've ever been on a podcast or live I think it's on it. perfect. I think it's perfect too. I think it's definitely helping me see things that I didn't see. Yeah. And the funny thing is when you step into this world, you feel as though as much as I say it, you know, and I do share stories and I am quote unquote vulnerable live on air and publicly there's a piece inside of me that so often feels as though I can't go there. And it's almost like I've blocked off myself, even in my own private company from going there.
0: So hear what I'm saying. Mm. It's almost as if I blocked off myself. <laughs> and you're just wondering why you feel a certain way. Because that's what happened. Yeah. You literally block the flow of nature from actually taking course. Yeah. You block the flow. Nature gives and receives. Yeah. So if you're giving to all these people, who are you receiving from?
1: Well, you were very fortunate to connect me with Juvan Langford a couple of years ago and he Yeah. <laughs> I'm receiving from him in a great regard. However, that's not enough.
0: There's your one person.
1: Yeah, That's my one person. Yeah. Michael
0: Jordan had a whole team and he had fans and all this. It wasn't just that. It was it was it was conducive.
1: Yeah. So and I, I had I that. It. When I was playing professional soccer, you have that, right? I mean, you know, you have that. You have the fans, you have the coaches, yeah. you have your your teammates praising you. You get that every day. Your cup's full. Yeah. Every day, your cup's full. And, and it's like in that gap. I tore my ACL last year. So I've had a year. I'm still in recovery. And I've had a year of like, where's that receivership coming from now?
0: Yeah. You're sitting there giving, 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 giving. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This is why. Like, <laughs> I literally just sent you the link for "Awaken the Artist Within" to your to your DM. I'm taking only 30 spots, and I haven't released it to the public, but I'm releasing it today. So you've got a you've got it early before anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is why, because then you get to come and receive all of this stuff. Because imagine we're on this call; it's only been 20 minutes. It's been. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's, it hasn't been that many. See how many awarenesses you got already. Yeah. Now imagine when it's a curated environment, it's 30 people who want the same thing. Now it amplifies the results. It amplifies the energy. And then, like, oh my God, I didn't think about this. This person said this, that made me remind me of this. It's that. You just haven't immersed yourself in another community.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. June 10th.
0: Say it again. Is it June 10th? The weekend of the weekend of June 10th. I think this will be my greatest work ever. It's called Awaken the Artist Within. I come across so many people who who they either want to put out a book, but they're afraid to. They want to be themselves, but they're afraid to. They they want to be a singer or an, an author or um they want to do something really big, but something stops them or they feel drained or they feel stuck and they don't know how to fully express themselves. But my intention of creating this, this three-day retreat is that you gain all the tools inwardly and outwardly so that even if you don't want to be a singer, you know that you have the confidence to, to get on any stage in front of anyone and belt it out. It's what's underneath Even if you don't want to be a speaker, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, somebody says, hey, can you speak? And you instantly can have it. And you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that I just know how to cultivate people. I've taught runway models. I've taught actors. I've taught actresses how to be big inside of themselves, which it's, I'd never done anything like this, but it was a part of all the other retreats and workshops that I did. I just never put it all together. So, the artist is the little kid that has insurmountable energy, insurmountable creativity. So, to awaken it, I call it artist power and I teach people how to tap consistently in the artist's power and give them tools and curate an environment so you're leading from the artist and not from your thoughts or society or things. like. Because when you lead from the artist, the little kid inside of you, Mm. there's nothing that you can't have. Nothing. It's that.
1: Wow. And I love that you shared it's leading not from your thoughts. I'm so consistently leading from my thoughts. And the few times that I am here in my heart, leading from my heart, not my head, in the artist power, as, you, as you're calling it there, the world just feels so much lighter and everything just feels so much easier.
0: Well, the EKGs of the heart is the most powerful frequency in the world. If you had access to the most powerful frequency in the world, would you use it? <laughs> Energy goes where energy flows.
1: Mm. Energy goes where energy flows. Yeah, you shared that with me a while ago and I've been using it, but I haven't been implementing it. I don't think nearly as much as I need to in my life. Gavin. on those days where you do get up, I'm curious, do you have days where your mind still overpowers you? Where you Absolutely. wake up and, and what, what do you do in those moments?
0: Yeah, so I have protocols. It's kind of like, If if you walked outside and you thought it was going to be warm, but it's 20 degrees, there's a protocol saying, hey, it's cold. I'm going to go outside, put on warm stuff. So because I'm conditioned for pretty much any weather, I can always adjust. Mm. So when my mind is like that, I'm like, hey, something's not right. How did I wake up this morning? How did I go to sleep last night? Oh my God, I argued with my wife. So that means the, the energy of argument was on my mind and in my subconscious while I was sleeping. And then I woke up in that same energy and I woke up late and I woke up late and had a donut. So you know what I'm saying? So I start to retrace my steps starting from last night. And so here's what I'll do. I will get back in the bed and pretend like I'm just waking up. And when I just wake up, I already have a list, my power hour list. The brain doesn't respond to big progress or little progress. It just responds to progress. And then a lot of those little momentum is what creates the big momentum so that you can do anything, feel like Mm -hmm. you can do anything. Mm -hmm. And I put a bunch of items on a list, wake up, do push ups, brush my teeth, have my shakes, have my tea, have my multivitamins, compliment myself, acknowledge myself in the mirror, and really show myself some love and mindfulness practices. Meditate, and I'll just be like, check, check. But the whole time I'm saying check, I'm like, progress, progress, progress. And I'll give myself an hour. If everything is all off balance, I will go to bed and then I'll, from that time, not actually go to sleep, but I'll lay down. And then from the time I lay down, I'll give myself an hour
2: Mm.
0: of straight, intentional, loving, kindness time so that my engine can be powered with what I want to fuel the day with.
1: Mm. I love that. And it poses a question for me, which is something I've been thinking about for so long in these recent months, I've been thinking about it a lot. And that is, I went through a phase early on in my journey, probably from 18 to 21, where I was just addicted to completion of tasks. Right. And I would check and I would check and I would check and I would check and I would go nowhere. And then I came across the idea of doing the most important thing first. Right. And I started doing that and it was working. And now As I build out the programming for the You Choose movement and for serving on campuses and and for all of this stuff and putting my website together, that most important task often takes more than an hour or two hours or a day. It takes a month, two months. And so you're never crossing these things off. And it got to the point for me where I was like, like you said there, my brain is not seeing that I'm making progress because I'm trying to focus on this most important thing, but it's taken me so long and i'm stuck in the programming of it so how do you get your brain to, f- to feel like you're making progress when these when you're in this phase of longer term project like the building out of a business model for example
0: acknowledge the effort in between hmm. the effort not the result the effort like when it, i'm in a relationship with a very powerful woman and she gets angry because I didn't get something done a certain way, the certain way that she sees it. I'm like, baby, did you see the 20 things that I did do? Like I did this and this and this and this. Could you please acknowledge the effort? Because there's progress, but sometimes when we focus on this thing that we miss all these progresses in between. But acknowledging the effort in between also builds momentum internally. Mm. These are little small wins. I do not let wins pass me by. So mm. that is how I do it. And here's the big thing. Everything you named, it's like I do this and I build out this program and it's like uh, uh, focus on, on, on like the, the most important thing. You left yourself out of that, by the way. So a program is more important than you. No. So, how about the programming of yourself before programming of anything outside of you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Never, ever, on any occasion, leave you out of anything. Inclusion. How does it feel when people include you in things? Feels great. Why does it feel
1: great? You feel like you're wanted.
0: Okay, so that what that means to me is that's one of your core values inclusion. So, how about start including yourself in these things that you're doing, not leaving you last? Because when you include yourself, people then respond to you how you respond to yourself.
1: Again, I'm going back to the boy.
0: Yeah. I'm not talking to the adult. Yeah. I haven't been talking to the adult the entire time.
1: Yeah. It's funny how... It's funny how I will... Like you shared there, you're shedding light on so many things that I've maybe turned a blind eye to or, or just in my blind spots. And one of the biggest ones that you shared there is, is inclusion. For me, it's belonging as a boy for so long, not feeling as though you belong. It's like, I'm now not making purposely, like not making myself feel as though I belong to me, to, yourself. to myself.
0: So I'm going to do these things. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So you see me. All of that's a mirage. because you won't have to do in order to see you choose to see yourself mm. now the actions that you take are being powered by a completely different energy it's they're, they're being powered by an energy of wholeness not a partial energy
1: mm. so you choose to see yourself yeah so you have this morning panda power hour. Can you speak? I've, I've heard it many a time and I love it. Can you speak life into that for everybody who's listening?
0: Yeah, I don't just keep it really simple. Uh, your night starts the night before. Like, I mean, your, your morning starts the night before because when you go to sleep, your mind goes to work. So I just, I write a list, simple. And I'll write things on there like that I know I need to do that I know I'm already going to do, like brush my teeth, wake up, do some push-ups, uh, some affirmations, um, learn, learn one new thing in a book. And I just put like 20, 30 things on the list with the intention of completing them. And if I don't, then it's okay. Okay. And then I'll look at a picture of my daughter and then I'll, cause I don't really like lists. So I want to get to a point where I'm transmuting the en- energy. So I'll look at a picture of the list, then I'll look at a picture of my daughter. Then I'll look at a picture of the list, then I'll look at a picture of my daughter. Look at a picture of my daughter, look at the list. When the list starts feeling like the same energy that I feel about my daughter, then I go to sleep. When I go to sleep, hmm. when I go to sleep my mind goes to work. When I wake up, I already know what I'm going to do. I don't have to think about what is it do I need to do? Oh, I'm not running on automatic autopilot. I don't want to be run by autopilot. So I want to give my day a direction. And wake up, boom, check. And do my affirmations, check. Push-ups, check. Healthy smoothie, check. Read a chapter or, or read uh, read for 10 minutes, check. And when my... Hour is over with. I have so much power inside of me, AKA momentum, that it just carries on within my day.
1: Mm. I love that. (coughs) I love it. You said something there that I want to touch on briefly, which is you said, if I don't complete the task or the list, it's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, one of the things I'm
0: unattached to that.
1: Yeah. How did you get unattached to that is my question.
0: Because I saw how unhealthy it was when I didn't complete the
1: task. And I'm like,
0: oh, oh my God, I beat yeah. myself up. And I'm just like, but yeah. isn't
1: it really that serious? So that is the phase that I've been living in for far too long in yeah. the respect that my list for the day is like this, yeah, right? And I'll complete so many and there'll be the one or two or the three things that I don't. And every day will end with, fuck you. Why didn't you follow through? Yeah. You should have followed through.
0: And look at all the things you did completed. did you take the actual present time to be like, wow. Instead of F you, did you say, I love you. Look, what, look Congratulations. I'm proud of me. I accomplished this and this and this. Because you know what? Most people in the world probably complete four or five things daily. <laughs> We're talking about on a global scale. And you just completed 40, but didn't acknowledge yourself. Again, not including yourself in the wholeness of your life. Hmm. So how can other people show you appreciation if you don't show yourself appreciation?
1: Hmm. So what I'm noticing that the missing links are in what I'm seeing <laughs> in me in the moment is first and foremost, including myself in everything that I do. Yeah. And secondly, allowing others to see me more so than I'm allowing them to do at the moment. Do you ever ask people, like, what do you see in me? Oh,
0: all the time. Anytime somebody, anytime, like literally, somebody's like, oh my God, I, I'm so inspired by you and everything. I was like, what is it that you're inspired by? Because the reason why I'm asking, because I want to see, I want to borrow their eyes and see what they see. Because then it just gives me more crystallized than if there's like 100,000 people and they keep saying the same thing, God, you make me feel so safe. You make me... I was like, oh, that's what I do. I couldn't articulate it, but it's just something that I do. and mm. make people feel so safe that they feel like they can tell me anything. Mm. But I didn't come up with that my own. People told me that. And then it, it matched a feeling that I'd already had within myself. I just couldn't articulate.
1: And you chose to accept it. 100 percent it's funny that 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 seems like a huge differentiator right now between the way you take compliments and the way i seem to take compliments is like you open yourself yeah. to let the compliment in and yeah. for me it's like i just i just hear it and then it goes boom drop boom drop
0: boom drop you're not used to receiving
1: hmm.
0: give 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 and deflect anything that has to do with you
1: mm. i even noticed it i noticed it I mean, going back to even the first podcast we had, but when I introed you this time as well, I'm looking at you and you're smiling as though you're hearing it for the first time. Yeah, how I do do that? Wow, I do do that. Wow, I did yeah. do that. Wow, that is me, and I'm loving it because it's like this guy loves himself so much, and he, in, in a beautiful way, in a beautiful way, and that was and I and I was watching you in the in the moments where I was introing you, and that thought has stuck with me throughout this entire podcast. Is like. It's like he's living it for the first time over and over and over again. And I think that's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's like you can take someone in that way. You can really receive someone. But this is one of the biggest reasons why I know I attracted my wife because I was open and ready to... I received me and when I received me, I entered a different part of my heart that I never felt I had access to for myself, and once that part of my heart was open, that's when I met my mirror in physical form.
1: When you say I received me, tell me more about what what you mean by that. I, I received,
0: received all me. of me. I received my darkness. I received my I received my lightness. And then when people reflect, when people give feedback, like I receive all of it. The parts I know about me, the parts I don't know about me, the parts I've never shared before, I receive all of me fully and wholly. (laughs) It's a practice, however, if I don't receive me fully and wholly, you don't get access to all of me. So that would be like my wife not getting the full access of me.
1: Which is daughter, most people in the world, right? Most people don't give yeah. give all of them to.
0: Well, they most people aren't aware on the payoff of what happens in your life when you give partial of yourself to anything. Partial creates partial. Kind of creates kind of mask. Creates mask.
1: <laughs> Wow, that's incredible that's incredible you said the darkness there there's so yeah. much in men in particular yeah, right? if we were to talk about in men in particular and the darkness that they hold yeah. or the darkness they shy away from how did you let that in
0: um, so I, I treat everything like you imagine if it's a little kid there's a little kid over there on the playground and nobody's playing with them you go over there and be like hey why are you by yourself? Like if you saw a little kid and you're on the playground with all these people, all of a sudden you 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 see the you know you see the you see the little kid and then and then it's like, wow, like you're over there by yourself. What's wrong? Nobody will play with me. How long has it been? It's been five years, and I've just been here by myself. I look at the darkness as an emotion that has yet to be loved. And so because I can picture, I'm a visual person, I can picture that. Anytime I discover something about myself that I'm like, oh, my God, that's where that comes from. I'm like, wow, let me learn how to love that. Let me learn how to love that part of me. And it's by addressing it and not shying away and not making excuses, not justifying, not putting a mask over it, not running away, not doubting like that. I'm like, yo, like, let me learn how to love that
1: part of me. How do you learn how to love that part of you when you feel as though the rest of the world, if you were to share that part of you with them, would despise you for it?
0: Well, I'll tell you this. Everything that I have intentionally shared authentically, not so people could see me, not so I could build my business, not so I could make a bigger impact. Everything that I've shared, even when it came to sleeping, cheating on girls and all that other stuff, and, but from an authentic place to free myself, everything has been Because I spoke what nobody else would speak, I became the voice of the voiceless. So now nobody can be like, well, I know this about your life. I mean, I put that out in a podcast two years ago. So, what do you want? So now people can't use any kind of leverage other than my love. The only leverage you can use on me is how much I love people and my positivity to this planet and world. I I, I would choose that freedom over being enslaved inside of my own heart and mind any day because of what someone else might think.
1: Garen, I think that is an unbelievable place. Before we transition to the You Choose community, we have five questions here for you, but that's an unbelievable place to to call it. Before I do that, I want to ask you a little bit about Empowered Brotherhood. Okay. that very much aligns with a mission that I'm on in in helping men as well. And I see a lot of the work you're doing and I want you to just breathe life into the guys who are listening right now as to how important community is. And maybe breathe life into me as well and to, and to why you, why you began this. this
0: Yeah. I'll tell you this. We didn't, (laughs) we didn't purposely create it. We were five dudes who wanted to work out in a gym. I mean, in my, my boy Stefanos's garage. And we just worked out. And then next week we invited some other dudes. And I was like, man, it's really cool just working out with all men. And we outgrew Stefanos's garage, went over to my buddy Cal's house. He had like a little CrossFit bunker in his backyard. Got it up to 50 guys, but we weren't trying to get as many guys. We were just biting people, having fun, good time. And then Cal went out of town for the summer. We partnered with On It, one of the biggest gyms out here. They said we could have 60 guys. 150 showed up. And then we we outgrew that. Then we went to the park. 225 showed up. And then Preston Smiles, it's myself, Stefano Sifondos, and Preston Smiles. Preston came up to me and he said, man, what do you think about uh just... Partnering together and and creating a a movement that's much bigger than us, and I was like, "Yo, I ain't never done men's work before. I've done humans' work, so I know how to work with men." Stepanos and Preston have, and they were like, "But what you bring is the ability to bring people together and row the crowd and like uplift them and all all these magical things." I was like, "Well, I'm in." I didn't even know what it would turn. Then one by one, men started saying. My marriage is be- better because of this group. I was like, why? I got a sneeze, hold on. Bless you. My my marriage is better because of this group. And I was like, why? Said it's I used to try to make my wife meet all of the all of these needs, but now I'm getting so many needs met. That tribal, just at getting aggression out during the workouts and connecting. And it's like in in, in my sex life with my wife has gotten better and communication has gotten better, my friendships with other men have gotten better. It's because iron sharpens iron and we're not no weak caliber of men. And so it there's men that were part of that were leading other men's groups, but they weren't strong themselves. So they're like, yo, I want to be a part of this because I need this in my life. I need this in my life. And so one by one, it's just the movement was growing faster than any container we created. We didn't set out to do it; it called us to do it and called us to come together. And now we're you know we're on the path of creating the biggest men's movement in the world with some of the top 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 tier coaches in the world when it comes to trauma, when it comes to um, sexual intimacy, when it comes to business, when it comes to uh, cultivating community and culture it's like it's a well rounded to create uh, the identity of uh, a new way of how man experiences himself and uh, create a way for society to experience man in his authentic nature not an unhealthy masculine that set forth some crazy uh, system long time ago that got more unhealthy men more un- unhealthy men running the world I'm talking about something that's actually connected to nature. There's two systems going on nature system and man system. Man system is what's ruining the world, but nature system, when you restore nature, that's when flow happens. What we're doing as men is restoring nature. We're honoring the women for who they really are. We're honoring the mom, the women, the business women to not have to duplicate a man's world, but be a woman in a world and be driven by her authentic nature while man is driven by his authentic nature to model the masculine and feminine energies inside of oneself, so that we can now start duplicating that, not the unhealthy. This is our role in the world. <sighs>
1: And when you bring men together, is there a structure you follow to, to bring them to that place or you just meet and, we, and work out?
0: No, no, no. We have a whole... Everything that we do is structured. From our... From our uh, every other week, we have a um, empowered um, wisdom, empowered brotherhood wisdom circles, which is like... It's like the workout before the mind, body, and soul. So it's every other Tuesday and then every week... We have the workout, but we have an introduction, and then we have coaches throughout, and everything is service-based. And then afterward, we have an an outro and an opportunity for people to join the brotherhood, which is the membership. But the yeah. workouts are free. We do retreats. Our next retreat is is um, it's like special forces meets personal development, and that's in May. Um, We got a a, a Sergeant General who's partnering with us called Activate Your Alpha. We're doing that in May. So we're just doing things really catering to men's needs and wants and creating a healthy platform to be a part of with a healthy community. And we're also about to launch our global platform as well. Wow.
1: What's that global platform? Is that something you can share?
0: I mean, it's Empowered Brotherhood.
1: Oh, the global, yeah.
0: It's, it's because so many people, people were moving from Australia, from different countries, just to be a part of what we're doing. The movement, the energy that they're experiencing, which the energy that you see online is nothing compared to what's happening here in person. So there's people moving from different countries and cities just to be a part of it. So for the people who don't want to move, we're creating something so that at least they can be a part of the global energy, the global movement.
1: Wow, that's phenomenal, Gavin. <laughs> As I said to you a couple times, and I've said it on air a couple times, this is the most vulnerable I've been on a podcast today. Um, and for you to share what you've shared and to sit and breathe life into me has been incredible. And you've definitely given me and and I hope everybody listening some. Incredibly powerful realizations. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition briefly into, we have five questions that my community of young men submit for every episode. We choose five questions okay. from five different guys. And I'm going to ask you those five questions. So I'm going to read the questions and then we'll take the questions one by one and then we'll close it out. Okay. Cool. So the first question is from... An anonymous source, he said, I want to focus on my work, but I'm constantly living in fight or flight.
0: Wait, work or worth?
1: Work. Okay. But I'm constantly living in fight or flight. My mother just passed. My financial situation is complicated and my environment is draining. How can I gain stability in my life while constantly living in survival mode? Jackson, he's 24, is from Georgia. He said, how do you be vulnerable when you feel like everyone in your life needs you to be strong? Giovanni's 21. He's from Oregon. He said, I'm just starting my business and I need support in leading people and myself so that I can be successful. What would you say the most important attributes of successful leaders today are? Jake, he's 26 and he lives in California. He knew that we were interviewing you today. And he just said, after all these years, if there was one thing you knew for sure, what would it be?
0: So, I have a Samurai Master, Uh, I've been uh, studying and and pursuing to be a Samurai for the last four years, and every time I ask him something, I ask him a question, hey, what is this? He'll look at me, he'll say, stop,
1: breathe. To hear the full answer to that question, as well as all the other answers to the questions I asked our guests today, head over to BillyGartonJr.com. Scroll down to the section that reads, are you looking for a place to figure it all out? Click on the button that reads, count me in, fill out the information, and a member of my team will be sure to reach out to get you involved in the You Choose Brotherhood. Boy, will this brotherhood change your life. Community and connection meets courageous conversation monthly mastermind calls, bi-monthly brotherhood check-ins, mini courses, and answers to some of your life's greatest questions. We have it all in here. Head over to billygartonjr.com. Scroll down to the section that reads, are you looking for a place to figure it all out? Click on the button that reads count me and fill out the information and a member of my team will be sure to reach out. Super excited to see you there. Before we do close this out, touch briefly again on June June 10th I believe it is and and anything else that you feel.
0: Well when will this be
1: out? This will be out probably in three weeks this will be out.
0: All right. well June 10th is coming up. So the weekend of June 10th is uh, is it is going to be a very powerful three day retreat called Awaken the Artist Within um, and there's only 30 spots and it will sell out and I'm launching to the public today, might sell out in like three days so um, yeah so hopefully uh, it will be sold out in three days but if it doesn't I hope I hope to see all of you there and whatnot but I'm really grateful and then also if you are a man, there's Empowered Brotherhood and also My book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, is on Amazon right now, working on the audiobook. And um, you go to my site, you'll see different programs, Get Unstuck program. Me and my wife just finished a relationship program. So these are on-demand videos. So I'm really excited for a lot of beautiful things that are taking place uh, in the world through my channel.
1: Amazing. And what is that channel that people can follow you on on a day-to-day basis?
0: What I meant by channel, is like me as an actual conduit for the information that's flowing through me.
1: Yeah.
0: However, as far as following me, <laughs> uh, my website, garenjones.com, my Instagram, garen.jones, and uh, that's what we have right now.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Garen, thank you again so much for being here. I say that authentically, not inauthentically anymore. I want to move through this world. Yes, One of the biggest things I've learned today is to move through this world in an authentic manner, and so I really do appreciate your time, I really do appreciate your energy, and I really do appreciate you sitting and sharing from the truth of your heart. It it, it means more than you know.
0: It you are so welcome, you know. and I really do hope I'll see you at the weekend of June, June 10.
1: You'll see me there to everybody else. I said it a few times on here, guys. You will never have heard me prior to this be as vulnerable as I was today, open, honest, real. And now I have to commit, as we do on this podcast, to new choices. I get to commit to new choices to live and lead myself, first and foremost, to a new version of the being I'm attempting to become. So I hope you got value. I hope you related to some of the things that I shared and that Garen spoke about and touched on in today's episode. And if you did, let me know at Billy Garton Jr. You can check out by now the You Choose Brotherhood is live. Check out the You Choose Brotherhood um, and join the community. Remember, it's a set of choices that you make to reclaim your life and reclaim the man you were born to be. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Peace.